Hey everyone, live from New York City, I'm Jay Dombeck and this is Sports In Depth. What's up folks, JD back in action Sunday night, June 4th, late in the studio, the Miami Heat even up the series against the Denver Nuggets. Shocker to some, not to JD. The Miami Heat, we know they do it by committee. Y'all know that, and Jimmy Butler always states it's the I don't give a damn mentality. The Miami Heat ain't worried about what the outside world thinks. They play team basketball. They do it by committee, like I always say, and there's a different hero each night. We know Jimmy Butler runs the show in Miami. But other guys contribute, and I wanted to give credit to Bam Adebayo. Big boy Bam, 40 minutes in game two, 21 points, nine boards, four assists, impacting the game on both ends of the floor. Defensively, has one of the toughest guards in the whole league in the Joker. We know what goes on with him and Jamal with the Denver Nuggets, but the Denver Nuggets did not get a contribution, uh, switching over to the Denver side, from Michael Porter Jr., Jamal Murray must be better, KCP must be better, Bruce Brown must be better, I thought Aaron Gordon played pretty good, not great, Jokic was really aggressive, guys, I wanted to state one thing, Jokic had 41 on 28 shots, I think Denver's going to be more successful with how he played in game one, I truly mean that, I think The way he played in game two, he's like, I got to put my head down and make a move, get a bucket. But I really must say the way Denver played in game one, where shooting the basketball, scoring around the rim came second to Jokic, uh, they were really successful. You know, he had 27 points with the triple-double in game one, but only on 12 shots. I think... When Jokic is really aggressive offensively looking to score, Jamal Murray gets out of rhythm, out of funk. Michael Malone talked about this, and I agree in the postgame yakety yak. I really thought this game was in Miami's wheelhouse. Um, I thought Duncan Robinson was outstanding in only 17 minutes of play, 10 points, 4 for 5 from the field, and 2 for 3 from downtown. Uh, We know what Duncan means to this franchise. We know that Duncan's going to continue playing great basketball down the stretch. Max Struess bounced back. He had an awful game one. He's got to be better. He was 4 for 10 from deep with 14 points in game two. That was enough. But how about Gabe Vincent, guys? The undrafted hero, 26 years of age, 6'3", 2 bills, 23 points on the evening, 4 for 6 from beyond the perimeter, and 8 for 12 from the field. Guys, let me tell you something. Charles always says it. Denver's got stars. Jokic, Jamal, we talk about those guys. But with Miami, we're doing it by committee. Miami's got NBA players too. So when you roll the balls out each evening, both teams have a chance. Professional basketball on each end. We saw Miami get it done on the road, mile high, doing their job, Spo says. Uh, Eric Spolstra, terrific coach. I talk about him all the time on this podcast. When I'm on my buddy's podcast, whoever brings me on, I focus on Spo and what he brings to this game. An offensive and defensive mind. A player's coach, but holds his guys accountable. Everybody loves playing for Spo, But I must say, it ain't always easy. 
And UD, Udonis Haslam, has a big-time voice and presence in that locker room. And it's awesome to see Miami do it. I don't just say that because, you know, they're an eight seed that's in the finals. They're an eight seed that can win the finals. And I stay true to what I said on the podcast, what I've said around town. My buddies, cousins, uncles, friends quote me. The Miami Heat are winning this series. I truly mean that. I think they have the tools. They have the pieces. I think the zone is very good for Miami. I like when they go back man-to-man, you know, when they switch it up on and off uh, from that zone. I think it's really, really effective. I think when Miami eliminates Jokic's opportunity to get the basketball at the free throw line, it's really, really good. He's such a good passer, magic-like passer. Can finish like Bird. Got to move like Elijah Wan. He's just a triple threat. Can do it all. Uh, Such a good passing big. He's like two steps ahead, guys. And he's got a great set of hands. Um, Soft finishes around the rim. The rim is his friend because he puts it up soft. Gets friendly. Bounces. Only great shooters and great players get the roll. Uh, We roll it like sushi. And that's how it is in Denver. But I really must say, too little, too late. Denver found themselves in a hole in the fourth quarter, and they could not overcome it. The Miami Heat had a fantastic fourth quarter in Game 2 with 36 points. I'm just so excited for the NBA Finals. Everyone was talking to me about Denver in four, Denver in five, even if Denver wins this series, which I think they won't. I want to say that again. Yes, you heard it from JD on Sports In-Depth. But I'm really, really thrilled to see a long series. I know it's going to be long. I know it's going to be great. I'm in Florida. I'm looking ahead to game three or game four in South Beach, and that's going to be a lot of fun. You know, just talking basketball with y'all, being back in the studio, NBA Finals, off running, it's summertime. Oh, you can't beat this. And going back to the Miami Heat rotation and back to praising Spo, Kevin Love gave big minutes, you know, 10 rebounds in game two. You know, stat line across the board was like, ah, Kev played all right, but with his outlet passing, first of all, one of the best outlet passers in NBA history, sees the floor, looks to push, no dribble, 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 head up and pass, uh, sets a good tempo. And I wanted to wrap it up and, and show love here at the end to Kyle Lowry, that veteran championship experience never goes unnoticed, especially in the playoffs. You know, Miami Heat have that dog mentality. They have that mentality, when we get knocked down, we're going to stand up and fight. When you punch us in the mouth early, we're going to punch from first quarter to fourth. And I really think they played good throughout this ballgame. They were down a number of points. It got up to 15. But guess what? They fought. They fought. They chipped away. Possession after possession, looking at small individual goals instead of the big goal of, oh, we got to go on a 22-2 to two run. If you lock in on both ends of the floor, runs are possible in the NBA. That's been proven to us time and time again. But the Miami Heat, the Miami Heat are going back down to South Beach. They're getting on a flight from Denver. And I cannot wait for Wednesday, June 7th. South Beach and the Miami Heat get to take control of this series. I mean, Denver's getting all this yada, yada, yada saying they're good. Jokic is going to have a triple-double every night. It's going to be all peaches and cream, kumbaya moments. Let's laugh and have a good time. But the Miami Heat put their head down, put in the work between game one and two, in the film room, locking in. 
paying attention to detail. The Miami Heat do not take days off. And they pick each other up when they're down. No one was in Max Struess's face after game one saying you didn't hit a shot. They looked at him, Duncan especially, saying, game two, you're going to be better. And he contributed here in game two. Uh, they don't point fingers here in Miami. They do it together. And it's that heat culture that I talked about on uh, the last episode. It's that heat culture. It's built from within. Winning is a given. You know, whether you have a good regular season or bad, when we get to the postseason, we're going to fight. And Miami, fighters. Floridians, fighters. And I really must say, I cannot wait till Wednesday. I'll repeat that again. I'm repeating a lot here on the show tonight, but that's to put an emphasis and pay attention to detail, folks. So I hope everybody enjoyed a little shorter of an episode in the golf world. Shout out Victor Hovland. Uh, shout out Vic on winning the Memorial Tournament, Jack's Tournament. So, so cool. Uh, the golf world, the basketball world. Yankees won Sunday Night Baseball with Judge Reston. Uh, really, really good time for sports. I know the podcast, we get pumped for NFL, college football. But man, we got sports in between and we're loving it all season and all year long. Key and P, thanks always. PG holding it down. Your Mets. They're climbing. Let's see. Uh, let's see, my friend, in the standings, third in the division, 30 and 30, 500 and climbing. Best of luck. See you in July. I'll see the rest of my fans next week on Sports In Depth. J.D. out. Out.